uh, shout out to all of our radio affiliates as uh, we kick it. Uh, right now on the Friday Night uh, Freak Show, Tony Finn, Wager Talk in the house uh, with us. You know, Tony, I got to give up, though, the um, the Asian gambling mytho- gambling uh, gaming mythology. As much as I respect them and I love, I love their moxie, the fact is I'm also an idiot. I literally bet on the Denver Broncos to win the Super Bowl in advance, I might add, because it was the year of the horse, <laughs> right? And I told oh, people, I was, when I was living in Vegas, I was like, I'm telling you, they're going to win. It's the year of the horse. And they made it to the Super Bowl, but they didn't win. But I'll be honest with you. As somebody that's had yeah. kind of a rough week this week betting, Tony, I'll gladly take $50 bills, bro. If you got them for me, I'll take a stack of 50s right now. Yes. I was just Are a jackass at the me? time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take all 50s. If you don't want them, give them to me. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I'll take all the 50s you got, brother. I'll take all the 50s yep. uh, that you got. So we were going over these NFL games with Tony Finn right now, and uh, I was through my picks. We'll get some of Tony's uh, picks here. We won't keep him forever. We'll let Tony get back to his Friday night. He's got work to do uh, to get ready for the games. But so I said Chicago Bears. The Detroit Lions is too many. I'm telling you, Kenny Galladay means that much. All right? I get it that Patricia's yes. not there. They probably win when they're back home next week, guys, or whenever it is. We look ahead of the schedule, and they got Galladay back. They'll get that win. Plus, the Bears are getting pissed off. And yes. plus, the Bears have played a lot of good teams in the last month. So it's not like the Bears like yeah. are rolling over to bad teams. They've just been in tough, and their defense is still great. So give me the Bears yep. minus the three. Uh, the Texans were Texans is a teaser for me. I'm going to put the Texans at plus ten in a teaser. I'm buying into the Jets plus eight and a little sprinkle on the Jets money line. I love the Rams six and zero. Oh, you know it. The, the Rams uh, are are the Rams are road warriors. Twelve and four against the spread. The last sixteen on the road. 6-0 and straight up, the last six against Arizona. 5-1 and against the spread. And Tony brought it up. We're going to a break again. But we'll get Tony for one last segment on the other side here. And as he stated, Kyler Murray, guys, has 10 rushes in his last uh, two games. 10 rushing attempts. That's not Kyler Murray. And you take that away because he can't get hit because he's hurt. But you take that away. If he's not rushing, you got a problem. And oh, yeah, you put Jalen Ramsey on DeAndre Hopkins. Good luck with that. Rams roll. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better at it. Show. Great stuff uh, tonight. Tony Finn kicking with us uh, right now. We'll keep Tony for a couple of more minutes uh, right now. So, Tony, we're just talking about the Rams, and it's funny. A lot of most of our guests, actually, everybody that I speak to, I think there was one person, one person, 
and uh, that like the uh, that like the Rams with me, along with you right now. And I've got a good handle of the Rams. I like this Ram team. People always bury them after yeah, they lose. Yeah. Like, yeah, teams lose. Yeah. All right, guys, they don't win every game. Yeah. It is what it is. The Rams aren't great. They're not as good home favorites. That's not their role. But they, you know this. They have the best defense in the NFL. Aaron Donald's the best yeah. defensive uh, lineman in the NFL. Jalen Ramsey, the guy talks a lot. You know, he was dead wrong about Josh Allen. I'm glad that Josh Allen gets the last laugh on him. But Jalen Ramsey might be the best defensive player. Jalen Ramsey might be the best player in the NFL. And people don't, like, talk about yeah. defensive players like that. But, dude, you know this, Tony. Like, he shuts people down. They don't throw to them. Like, Hopkins, like, 55 yeah. yards against them last time. Metcalf, they tapped out. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll just throw to the other side of the field. People don't mess with Ramsey, and Ramsey's all over the field. He does more than just shut you down. The Rams' defense is the real deal. Kyler Murray, like I said, guys, 10 rushes, 46 yards in two games. Kyler Murray was like the yeah. top 10 leading rusher in the NFL. And you take that element away from Arizona's offense, it's trouble. They already don't have a good ground game. It's trouble. You have Jalen Ramsey, Andre, Andre Hopkins, who I think is a hell of a wide receiver. Love the guy. But it's trouble. Jalen's better. It just, he shuts you down. Yeah, they, like, you don't even try throwing. Plus, Kyler, they figured him out as well. He's injured, Tony. Plus, they're clogging the lanes. Yeah. Don't let him get to the outside. Yeah. He's small. Get your arms up. Everything changes, guys, when you start talking about these young quarterbacks and start to succeed. Defensive coordinators have always been smarter to me than offensive coordinators. OC play calling sucks. Yeah. DCs are smart, <laughs> all right? I'm telling you, defensive coordinators are yeah. smart. And they realize, you know what, the kid, they realize, all right, he always spins around and he does this eight out of 10 times. He does this and they break it down, analytics, they have computer algorithms. What does he do when it, this happens? And they clued in, all right, he turns here and he goes there. And it's up to Kyler to adjust to this. Plus he's hurt, he doesn't want to get hit. I love the Rams, Tony. I agree. Listen, the Rams have, the Cardinals have, if you want to count it, they have one quality win. One quality win. Really, I don't even give them week one when they beat San Francisco in San Francisco. It, it, it right now doesn't look so good, but they beat the Seahawks. Uh, they were fortunate to beat the Seahawks. They beat the Bills on a Hail Mary. Three minutes. That's correct. And, and listen, if they don't beat Seattle, if they don't score those 10 points in the final three minutes and win in overtime or complete the Hail Mary, they've lost their last four home games. And they're not even a playoff candidate. They, this is... This may be the strongest play of the week. I couldn't agree with you more. That, that there's, there, I like some plays. The Rams are the play. You're either on the Rams or you're handing your money to somebody, and that's what you're going to be doing. Houston, sounds like, hey, you listen. And, sounds like you and I are on the same yeah, page, sir, yeah. this weekend. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. I'm, I'm, if, they, if they were selling some stock on the Rams right now, I'd buy it. Uh, because the, uh, to trust the Rams and the Bears. The Rams and the Bears are the best two defenses. The Bears don't have the offense, or uh, and I won't say coach, but they don't have the offense to 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 compete. And and Tampa Bay's got a decent defense, but yeah, that's right. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And I coaches matter right now. Coaches in the NFL they matter right now. You better believe it. If you if you don't think that Belichick wants to torture Lynn tomorrow, then you better you, you take you better take another look at that game. You see the number is a pick and you're probably gonna be laying two tomorrow with this New England team and there is no comparison. Uh Lynn looked absolutely lost last week. He when you're uh, it's just it was a travesty and it's a shame. And there's a reason why these Chargers have dropped yeah. or given up eighteen point leads three different times and it's not it's because this is the most vanilla 
offense in the league. It's the most vanilla defense in the league. Uh, New Orleans in Atlanta. I really like New Orleans here, but there's a lot of things to be concerned about here. There really are. And, and part is the offensive line. Uh, they dominated this Atlanta team with with who at quarterback? With Hill at quarterback. Uh, you know, he completed everything. He threw almost, and that's Atlanta defense. The Cleveland game you mentioned, Gabe, absolutely. This is the best running football team, in, uh, and they have both backs healthy. Yep. And Tennessee is the is 161, so game, 161 yards a game, Tony. 161 that's yards right, a game, right. Cleveland Browns on the ground. And Tennessee's a fraud defensively. If you can keep Tennessee's offense off the off the field, then you're going to beat them, and you're going to beat them bad. Uh, here's the only thing about Detroit. I do have some I have some contacts and some sources in that locker room, and the Lions are free and loose and talking pretty bad about uh, about ex coach uh, Belichick, buddy. And and uh, so yeah, but it doesn't mean they win this week. You, no, but it doesn't mean no, they win. They win for when they're back home, when they get Galladay and everyone back. True. Yeah, well, they're going to have that breakout game, but not this. And and another thing, Tony, Matt Stafford, dude, he's yeah. questionable. I know he'll probably stock it up and play. Yeah, He's got yeah, a bad thumb. Here's the deal. Here's what I heard. You heard here first. I could be wrong. Could be right. But I heard that not only Stafford played, but I heard Galladay and Swift are playing. Unless you've heard differently, they've been ruled out. I've heard both are going to play tomorrow. That's a, Listen, if they're both playing and Stafford's playing, it's a different game. We, we all know that. But it doesn't uh, mean it's we'll different. They've lost. We'll check into that. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's going to get back to two wide receivers. Uh, they're tough. I mean, uh, and you're going to go against uh, Mike Glenn. I don't think Glenn's as good as he was last week. You're really supposed to like yeah, Minnesota, yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> especially if they have their – if Jefferson and uh, the COVID kid is back. Miami and Cincinnati, we talked about this a little bit, right? Um, since Joe Burris went down, the Cincinnati team is are the New York Jets. So if you like Miami, they're going to win this game. They may not win by 11. I think that's a lot to ask. But if 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 Tua is not playing and we get the we get the the magic, the fits of magic, I, I they're capable of winning by 10. We both know that. Uh, it's like all the blue. You mentioned it. it. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Because of fits. Yeah, the You're right. Because of well, fits, they throw the yeah. football more. And it's funny. They want to get Tua that's playing right. time. They got him playing time. And now they realize, you know what? We're going yeah. to the playoffs. This is real. Take your time to yep. uh, let's go back to Fitz right now. Their offense, dude, their offense averages a full yard better per play with yep. Fitzpatrick. Yep. I, I know you know your numbers, so I don't need to tell you that. So yep. you know what I'm saying, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's wrong. And it's wrong. You said it earlier. It's wrong to think the Jets can't cover spreads just because they're winless. Uh, they're 3-2 and two against the spread in the last five games. And they they draw a Raiders traveling, like you said, cross-country, early start time. Vegas is capable of beating anybody. They've shown that. They've beat the Chiefs. They've beat the Saints. But they're not healthy. And they're not healthy. No running, te- no running game. If they can't run the football, they can't win. And that goes for the Jets as well. I like your money line play a little bit. Um, New York Giants, listen, you mentioned Seattle. I love what you mentioned about them. The Giants are 8-0 against the spread as a road dog. NFL best 5-0 and against the spread this season. Uh, they've won three in a row. And, they've lo- and, and the Giants have lost, I think, four. Uh, all their losses are four or fewer points. And New York has held the last five opponents to an average of 20 points per game. Here's the problem. No Daniel Jones. We got we got Colt Colt McCoy. McCoy. That's a problem. He's terrible. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. There's my I teaser like, right I there. Give me, There's my teaser. Houston yeah, Texans plus ten. Seattle bet down. There you go. And uh, uh, you can't listen. I I'll take Belichick over Lynn any day. I don't care who's quarterback, I like and I don't care who's running the football. 
I, 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 you got to like him. And uh, to all the Philly fans out there, I'm sorry. But the, it, it's, it's hard to believe now that the, the Eagles upset the Packers in Green Bay last season on national television. It's, it's hard for me to believe that because Carson Wentz has gone from being an MVP to just another quarterback. And, so let uh, me throw this at you, Tony. Fact that they, let sure, me throw listen. this at you here. Let me throw this at you sure. here. Um, it's, it's something I think we've been leaving on the table, just how bad. We all joke about how bad the NFC East is. Well, we got to make money off it. None of these teams are yep. winning this weekend. New York Giants at yep. Seattle Seahawks with Colt McCoy. Washington at Pittsburgh after Mike Tomlin just called it JV effort. JV effort. Yep. Um, you know what I mean? Pissed off after the effort against Baltimore. Baltimore coming off of the game. Baltimore. Now, the problem is with Baltimore, so, so it's Trace McSorley. So maybe we've got to take them out of the equation here. And the Green Bay Packers host Philadelphia. So Moneyline parlays plus right. 144. Let's take Baltimore out of it. Suddenly it's minus 112. We got 30 seconds. Listen, Tony, we're going to take a quick break. I promise I'll let you go on the other side in two minutes because I want to get your thoughts on this. It seems kind of square, but listen, the Giants aren't beating the Seahawks, guys. Seahawks need wins. Washington and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh's pissed off. They're in a bad mood. No one thinks they're good. Everyone thinks they suck. Tomlin's pissed <laughs> off. Washington's in a bad spot. And the Eagles just suck. All right, Packers going to win that game. It's minus 112. 12 foot spin on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Honey, I've got some bad news for you. Not now, Marge. I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Who? Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Who is it? Who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. Late night anger management class. All right, we promised Tony Fair we're going to let him go on the way out here. So, Tony, you look at the uh, the NFC least uh, division, absolutely terrible uh, this year. Epic. Like, you know, people used to joke, oh, six wins might win. Five wins, I think, might get it done. Like, five at five. So, listen, Trace McSorley being in a quarterback, he made a big play for the backdoor cover the other day. He's a good athlete. He's kind of, he's Taysom Hill, I guess. It might be better than people give him credit for. Dallas have talent, but underachieve every week. McCarthy's an idiot. I can go on about that. So, and, and to be honest, yeah. I don't want to wait till Tuesday anymore. I don't wait. I don't want to mm -hmm. wait till Tuesday for the play. But yeah. New York Giants with Colt McCoy, and I like Joe Judge. I like the Giants. I'm a Bills fan, but I got a soft spot in my heart for the Giants. I do. Even though they beat us in yeah. the Super Bowl, yeah. I wish they didn't. But and I really like them. But I live there. And, <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I like the Giants. But they're not beating the Seahawks yeah. here. And I'm a giant backer and better. They're not beating the Seahawks. Yeah, they're not. Washington no. in a bad spot. Pittsburgh's pissed off. Tomlin ripped them. It's not going to be good for Washington. Philadelphia, blow. The upset's not happening. Carson Wentz, like, Philadelphia's defense is spirited. 
and stuff. They don't all suck. It's not like Philly completely yeah. sucks. Carson Wentz sucks. All right. He doesn't get it. Peterson's kind of lost right now uh, without Frank Reich and Delafipo there. So the money line yeah. parlay, no teaser, but a money line parlay. And I guess we should do the math and see what's better here. But the money line parlay is minus 112. Can you live with that? Uh, Seahawks, Steelers, and Packers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In fact, Gabe, one of the things you just mentioned is a very good point. And that is guys that are playing teasers. If you're playing these teasers down to a zero on teams, whether it be a sweetheart or whether it be a two teamer, yeah, make sure that you're, if you're laying one, if you're laying 140, on a three-team Cinderella, uh, sweetheart, yeah, then yeah. make sure that the math, that you might be only laying 120 on the three-team parlay. So listen, so it's it maybe one, Maybe 120, 100. It's minus 112, the three-team banger. Because the Baltimore game's Tuesday, guys. We don't all want to wait till Tuesday here. Uh, we, I can live right, with Monday. Right. We got a doubleheader on Monday. So here's, the, let, let me see. So the three-team teaser, uh, the three-team parlay money line is minus 112. Now, let's go a three-team, 17 banger here and see what this turns into. All right. Wow. I'll tell you what. You know it's a winner, Tony. They won't let me play it. Yeah. yeah. They won't let me that, play yes. it. And they always let you play everything. Bro, right now it just says Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, Washington cannot be included in the teaser. Like, it just, it's basically, okay. no, 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 like, so money line, we play at money line minus 112. Maybe the book changes their mind and accepts a teaser late in the morning. It's still still Sunday, guys. But there's a nice money line parlay, guys. You don't need to be a rocket science and overthink things. We don't all need to be like uh, analytical geniuses here. The New York Giants at Seattle with Colt McCoy. It's not happening. They're not winning. It's not, it's not winning. They're not winning. With Daniel Jones, they wouldn't win. They're not winning that game. The uh the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz, man, can't get out of his own way. They're going to put Jalen. Who knows what Peterson's to do? The guy's going for two. He's an idiot. Who yeah. knows what he's going to do? And Pittsburgh and Washington, like I said, maybe you can say, oh, you're going to catch Pittsburgh lazy. No, they want to go undefeated. They're far enough now that they want to go undefeated. They feel disrespected. Uh, everyone badmouths them all the time. And you know what, Tony, too? Quick check on this, Tony. The point, um, the Pittsburgh, everyone says Pittsburgh didn't play anybody. They have had a tougher schedule than Kansas City, but nobody says that about Kansas City. So we got to get, we're going to, you know, no, no. Uh, it's funny how, like, I yeah. suck your schedule stuff. Everyone's in the same league, guys. All right. They play the same teams in the same yeah. league. Man. Everyone needs to chill out with that stuff. Nobody, nobody can apologize. They don't have any control of their schedule. You shouldn't ask them to apologize for that. I said the same thing about BYU. BYU's played <laughs> yeah, a tougher exactly. schedule yeah. than Ohio State has. <laughs> Who's played a tougher schedule? Yes. BYU or Ohio State? Yeah. Ohio State's played Indiana, oh, no Penn State, Rutgers, and Indiana. Uh, yeah. uh, BYU's played Boise State, Navy, Houston, uh, Coastal Carolina tomorrow. Who's played a tougher schedule, right? It's all about the logo, Tony. Yeah. You said it earlier, bro. It's fixed, this stuff. Forget the election. The election was yes, real. Yes. This is fixed. <laughs> yes. If you see, if you saw any games last week, uh, 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 horrendous. It, it's despicable the some of the stuff that happened last weekend. Um, just it is what it is. It comes from the top, just like you said. They want these games to be close. They want it to last a long time, and they want people to come out healthy. They want the fans. They, so be careful, very careful, laying big numbers. Hey, listen, Tony. I'll get you out on this. What do you think about Gonzaga and uh, Baylor? I'm not putting, you know, doesn't mean because it's a big game, it's the best bet. And that's the thing that jackasses don't understand to tune into these shows. 
I see people, oh, well, this guy's sitting like this, and they win. Yeah. Guys, doesn't mean it's the best bet. I'm asking someone's an opinion right in the game, right? Yeah. And no, it's no. a tough game. No, like, right. And, and, and it doesn't mean because it's number one versus number two that it's good a game to bet on. It's probably the worst game to bet on when there's 80 games tomorrow or whatever, but it's a big game. People are going to watch it, so I ask your opinion on this. What do you think? Well, in quick, in a quick way, the wrecking crew of Timmy and Chris uh, are not. They don't. They don't do. They do the best work in the paint. Guess what? This isn't the best West Virginia front court. It's not as good as last year's front court. But they added a kid by the name of Adam Flagler, who's coming off the bench and he's lights out from 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 deep. And if threes are raining, if threes are being made. And by the Bears tomorrow, uh, we have a new number one, and the and Butler, wow. um, Butler, Baylor will be back on top. This is this team is tenacious. And, Not football, but basketball. Right. Tony likes he wants to bet yeah. against Baylor on the grid, uh, but on the hard. <laughs> it's down to two and a half. You might That's be the right. sharks that are moving a number. It's down to two and a half now. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. And you could have got four this morning, without question. Listen, listen, Baylor dominated West Virginia on the board. It's very difficult to do. And if you think Gonzalez is a defensive team, well, listen, Kansas and West Virginia both dropped 82-plus on this team. Baylor is the play. Wow. Tony Finn, Wager Talk. Check him out on YouTube, Wager Talk TV, wagertalk.com. And, of course, right here every Friday night. We're lucky to have him. Thanks. God bless you, Tony. Thanks for the time, my man. May the winners be yours this weekend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There's Tony Finn uh, with us. Great stuff. Bravo. We need, we, we need like, uh, we used to have the fake applause. We got to get the fake applause. We got to get the applause back. We got to bring uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Fong back as well. Um, all right. So, wow, it's down to two and a half. Total is 159 and a half. Listen, uh Gonzaga is sort of an over team, but that's a big number. Baylor plays serious defense. That game's not getting there. You guys know I'm, a, I'm an over better, but this game's not getting a 159 and a half. It's not getting a 159 and a half. All right, so um, let's bring in uh, Mateus uh, right now, kicking it L.A. style via Hawaii. We got Bobby Curran stepping up, and then we're going to talk some Hawaii football a little bit later on. And Mateo's been doing a great job uh, this week. Um, you know, nothing's perfect. Uh, but then shout out to our boy Yang getting it done. Like I said, this is an operation here. We're on like 300 radio stations. We've got Sirius coming up. We need more than one man on the show. But we got Mateus, who likes to lay down on the UFC, actually. And Joey Odessa was with us earlier uh, on Game Time Decisions. And uh, Joey's the man. And, you know, Joey's old school, Mateus. And it's funny because I asked him, I said, what do you think about this Hill dude against OSP? And he goes, I want to take OSP, but he's a live dog that's going to lose. And everybody's hyping up Hill. And I know you bet uh, tonight's paycheck uh, on Hill tomorrow. So what's your UFC picks for tomorrow, Mateus? I got some good ones right now, Gabe. Thanks for having me on the show, man. And I do like Jamal Sweet Dreams Hill. I was able to cover one of his fights when he got into the UFC. And the guy hits like a tank. But more importantly... He's a southpaw, and OSP has had trouble with southpaws in his past. For example, Dominic Reyes. If the guy has a powerful left hand, if he has a nice overhand right, and if he's standing like a southpaw, OSP is going to have to adjust a little bit. And everybody likes OSP, but for some odd reason, he's fought in one championship fight that wasn't a really deserving fight for him when he got to fight John Jones, and that's the biggest fight of his life. Besides that, 
He has losses to Elir Latifi, Dominic Reyes. The list goes on. Oh, he's a journeyman. He's a journeyman. He's a journeyman fighter. Like no one says he's great. He's a journeyman fighter, Tennessee volunteer football player. Not great. You know, but he's a guy, a lot of football players suck. So, at least, you know, one thing you can say about OSP, he's hung around. But I'll tell you what, I can't lie. This is the one thing, Mateus, and I'm an old school UFC guy. I cover this stuff. I, I got into a fight with Brock Lesnar. Not a fight, because I would have died. <laughs> but, and I got, a, I got a history with the Lesners, and dude, like, you know what I mean? I spilled a beer all over Chuck Liddell once, and it made it look like he pissed himself. Guy punched me in the arm harder. I still have a bruise, I think, uh, right now. But uh, the thing is, now, with everything going on in my life, I'm on the air all the time. I missed out on Dana White Contender Series a little bit. So I don't know these dudes, bro, that come in now, right? I know everyone else, but I'm not a Dana White Contender Series expert. But from what I understand, Hill's knocking everyone's head off. He has been knocking a lot of heads off. He's a powerful guy. He has a great set of hands, and he has some good takedown defense. He got his way into the UFC actually by facing a wrestler who many thought was going to be able to just drop him to the ground, take his back, and just beat him down. He's a very strong German. Not the case. He didn't get taken down one time in that fight and kind of scared scared the German away with one shot. And you know when somebody, well, obviously, I don't know about that, but when somebody hits you, especially when a UFC fighter tells you so or an MMA fighter tells you so, you, got, you, you, know, you get in a bunch of brawls, but there's always this one fight where that one guy hits you a little harder than any of the other guys. Yeah. And that's who Jamal Hill is. He's the guy that hits you a little yeah. harder than those other guys that you fought, and you just change. People seem to think he's special. Yeah, people seem to think he's special. Let me ask you, as we're going to a break soon, what do you think of the main event here? It's the battle of the meatballs. Who has the best meatballs, Sweden or Italy? The Swedish meatballs, Jack Hermanson, <laughs> or, or Marlon Vittori in Italy? And Vittori's a badass, man. I wouldn't want to mouth off at this guy in a bar, I'll tell you that. Who do you like in that fight as the music plays here? Who are you picking in that, Matthias? I've been going back and forth on this fight, but my final answer is Jack Hermanson. I only say this Me because too. seven days notice. Seven days notice, a guy can't get ready in seven days. Vittori, I wonder how his guest tank is going to be for the first couple of rounds. If he doesn't finish the fight in the first round, I expect Hermanson to take this into deep waters and win by decision, and you'll see a tired Italian. You know what it is? Match. You know what it is, too? What is it? Vittori, we, we're done here. We're at the break. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. It's the Friday Night uh, Freak Show. We're breaking it down. We're talking college football, and we're talking Hawaii football uh, right now and San Jose State Spartan uh, football. Really intriguing uh, matchup. The undefeated San Jose uh, State Spartans were supposed to host Hawaii, but, um, of course, COVID had other plans. And, um, you know, speaking of other plans, I want to find out what the plans are for the Hawaii basketball program. And who better to ask uh, than the six-time uh, sports uh, broadcaster of the year, the play-by-play -play voice of the Hawaii Warriors, Bobby Curran, steps up. And then, Bobby, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, kid. Good to be here. So, uh, unorthodox, to say the least, uh, this season, isn't it, uh, Bobby? Unorthodox, to say the least. So, I guess... Uh, you know, you didn't expect to be doing a game from your backyard uh, tomorrow night. No, but I'm very pleased it's happened. So, 
San Jose State, uh, interesting football team. I don't think anybody thought, uh, you know, 2020, I mean, look, um, you know, college game days going to Coastal Carolina. I don't think anybody predicted that. But talk to me about the San Jose State uh, Spartan and the matchup against uh, Hawaii coming in here undefeated. Yeah, I mean, they're undefeated at 4-0. Can you imagine a 4-0 team uh, at on December the 4th? It's pretty amazing. But uh, I, I think it's such a different year. Hawaii last week played Nevada, and they were 5-0. They were the, considered to be the best team in the conference. That was at Aloha Stadium. Hawaii won that game. The final was 24-21. But really, I think of it as 31-21 because Hawaii had a first in goal on the, on the Nevada 2 with a minute 20 left and just took a knee three times. So the game was not quite as close as that score indicates, but it wasn't a blowout either. Hawaii's gotten better. I mean, it's a first-year situation under Todd Graham. They had no spring practice, and fall camp was interrupted with four cases of COVID, which shut it down. They had two padded practices before the first game against Fresno. So it's a team that's just has really been taking the early games in the season a lot about each other and learn a little bit more of the new offense, defense, special team schemes, and, and they get comfortable with those. But they've played, Weiss played its best six quarters of football, had 29 points in the second half of the Boise State game, uh, just fell sh uh, one score short, and then beat Nevada last week. And uh, I, I like Weiss' chances, frankly, because – San Jose State and Nevada are so similar. Uh, it's really it's it's really interesting because they're both teams that pass way more than they run. In fact, I would say Nevada's running game is better. The leading rusher of running backs for San Jose State is 118 yards for the season. That's over four games. So averaging under the leading rusher averaging less than 30 yards a game. So it's another team that throws it all over the lot. And then Hawaii will put five in the box and drop you know, seven and, and say, go ahead. And uh, you want to throw it? Go ahead. We got to we're flooding the zones. Have fun. You know, Bobby is a betting man. Yeah, you've got me really thinking long and hard about pulling the trigger on Hawaii uh, right now in this uh, matchup. I wanted to ask you uh, about Coach Graham and I thought he got, um, and listen, I'm a big Herm Edwards fan. Herm's a great guy. Uh, but, and, you know, sure. we know the connections that Herm had to the program. But I thought he got a raw deal there. You know, I did. I, I thought, you know, he's an underrated coach. And I think you guys got yourself a hell of a football coach. But nobody saw that coming. Completely different. You know, sort of, you know, no ties to the program. Rolovich, of course, former quarterback uh, there. So Graham comes in, veteran coach kind of caught people off guard. Talk to me about the culture of the program and how the kids on the team have responded to Graham. Do they like him? Do they, you know, as you stated, the, the, the team seems to be responding. Uh, it's a work in progress, but new coach, new quarterback, uh, COVID, couldn't practice. Uh, so talk to me about Coach Graham and how he's fitting in on the islands. Well, I think he really liked it. He loved it when he was the Tulsa coach and the Rice coach and got to come out here. And and so it Tulsa he was here with Tulsa he was here several times and he just loved the physicality of the Hawaii kids. You never have to convince a Polynesian to go hit somebody. <laughs> That's never the issue. Yeah, yeah. They're all on board with that. That's not a problem. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he liked all that and he said these guys these kids are fighters and even if you beat Hawaii, said, God, you knew you were in a dang fight. 
when uh, the thing was over. So he felt like this was going to work for him. He comes from Texas high school football. He, on the first blush, I kind of thought this guy's a little red in the neck, I suspect. But he actually <laughs> is way more sophisticated than he at first lets on. In fact, he likes to play the down home. He likes to give you all the Texas stuff. Say family and football. You know, it's it's one of those raps. But let me tell you, when he starts to talk nuts and bolts football, it gets your it gets your attention. I mean, you look at the guys who have worked for him. I mean, both of the Norvell brothers, one of Florida State, the other in Nevada, they beat last week. <laughs> Gus Malzahn, Billy Napier. I mean, the list goes on of the guys who have become quite successful as head coaches themselves. So he's got a, a hell of a coaching tree. And he's actually more of a defensive coach, but more than any coach I've ever been around, he is a he's involved in all three phases. I think it'd be I'm not sure he'd be an easy guy to work for because he's so involved. But um, he's really good on like last week, I what he did to Nevada defensively, and he worked with Jake Norvell. Jake Norvell was the passing game quarter at Arizona State for him. So he knew him, and he just felt like, look, we don't, we're only going to put five in the box, and, uh, you know, sometimes four, and we're going to, you know, basically say, go ahead and run the ball because we're, we're giving it to you. And they had Romeo Dubs at 264th in the country in passing, and they took that away. They basically bracketed Dubs. He had one catch for 10 yards. Uh, they, the 363 yards became a buck 60 against Hawaii passing and white just basically said we'll take the hits in your run game because we don't think you're going to beat us that way and sure enough they didn't uh, i don't know if jane norvell after the game thought well i got i got rope doped into that one um but i think it's going to be a very similar plan against uh, san jose tomorrow would be my guess i you know i don't have inside information on that i'm just saying when it were he's what grandma's one of these guys if something's working he's going to he's going to keep on it until you stop it. He's not one of those guys, well, I've got to show balance. That's not in the picture. He's about winning. And if it's working, he's going to run it down. He'll do it. Whatever it is doing, it's going right down your throat. Bobby Curran kicking it with us, uh, the play-by-play -play voice of the Hawaii uh, Warriors. Let me ask you, uh, Bobby, so uh, I guess that the Hawaii Bowl, is that done? Is it official? I mean, uh, has there been an official well, announcement? Well, it's done for this year. I mean, it, I think it'll be back next year. I feel pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of a year. I mean, I'm telling you what this is. The the Maui the Maui Invitational basketball tournament was held yeah. in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. They were having they moved. They were going to move the Diamond Head Classic was going to Orlando. This is a topsy turvy year. So what about the basketball no team? Hawaii Bowl this I wanted year. to ask you. Like, yeah. so you can't. You know, there's quarantines everywhere, and I know. Uh, Hawaii has been, and smartfully, has been very militant about about keeping coronavirus out as much as they possibly can. So now we see the Bay Area, California, and you know it, Bobby. We're heading into the you know the eye of the storm now as far as COVID uh, is concerned. So when I look at Hawaii basketball, I see a lot of TBDs next to the games, Bobby. <laughs> what are you hearing? You do the games. Well, I, you what know, you and Gabe, I, I frankly, yeah, I think this is not a surprise because. Hawaii really was smart in telling San Jose State that they wanted Hawaii to move to another California venue. And they said, look, we'll read the papers. It looks to us like we'd be taking a plane over there and getting everybody on buses and hotel rooms and then find yeah. out 
that they're, they're going to shut the place down, which is exactly what's going on. So they refused. It got a little contentious because San Jose State, in the worst way, didn't want to come here. They looked at Vegas and Reno, and, and I think, I, even though it's not publicly out, when the game was agreed upon, and Dave Matlin and Marie Tweet was working together, she's the AD for San Jose State, and they, they were on the phone with each other, I mean, hours every day. Yet when the deal got done, she thanked everybody in North America except Dave Matlin, the Hawaii AD. And I just read between the lines and said, oh, that one got feisty. I got a little contentious because I suspect it came down to, well, here's the deal. We don't have, you know, we don't need to play this game. We're three and three. We're not in the title run. We, uh, yeah. Here's the deal. Come to here. Come bring your kids to the safest place in America as far as COVID-19 goes. And we'll pay your airfare. We'll pay your hotel rooms. And if you don't like that, then we won't have a game. I think I it really at came at, to at the end of the and day. They're undefeated, too, as yeah. you stated. And you guys, and let's be real. Let's be real. They wouldn't be if they didn't miss that Boise game. So if I'm San Jose State, I'm loving it. Instead of complaining, I'm thinking, you know what? We're undefeated. We dodged a massive bullet and not playing Boise State. Now we get to go to Hawaii. Look at BYU. Yeah, sure, we're there. We're getting on an X plane. We're going to Coastal Carolina. No complaints, Bobby, at all. Yeah, you know, that's why I was a little surprised. Now, I don't think this came from the coach, because as you may or may not know this game, but Brent Brennan, the San yeah. Jose State head coach, was a grad assistant in the history yes, of Hawaii's yes. program. He's the only grad He's a great guy. assistant through great an guy. illness. Took over a position group. He became the receivers coach as a grad assistant. Have you ever heard of that before? I never have. And and he was terrific. And I you knew right away just talking to the guy. This guy was going places, uh, you know, as a football coach. And I'm thrilled. He's a really good guy. And I think there's still good relationships with people in Hawaii and Brent. So I, I think there's not a bad feeling here. And I you doubt know, Bobby, has it's a battle of sort ADs. Of, yeah, I think you know he wants to like. play here. So. You see the SEC, Sankey's, you know, oh, you know, calling people out. Oh, how come Notre Dame aren't playing another game? A uh, lot of stuff going on. Uh, Bobby, man, it's great to have you on. I definitely want to do this again. And shout out to Mateus uh, for for setting this up uh, for us. So let me ask you. Actually, we got we got about two three minutes uh, left here, Bobby. Uh, what about that grand yeah. landscape? What do you think about uh, BYU going to Coastal Carolina? What do you think about the Ohio State situation think, if they played enough games? I, I like, think BYU, how do you think it plays out? I think BYU, well, I think BYU is going to beat, uh, I, I, my suspicion is they're going to beat Coastal Carolina. Zach Wilson is an absolute, he's going to be a first-round draft pick. I don't have any doubt about that. He is, he can really play. And BYU is big and physical. That's a good football team. I mean, to beat I know they were down a couple of quarterbacks, but they beat Boise like a redheaded stepchild. It was crazy, and Boise's a pretty good football team. So, and they did it at Boise on the blue field, so which was really just remarkable. I just think BYU is going to be just a notch above Coastal. Carolina. That's what I expect. I mean, I know it's at Coastal Carolina, but that's what I sort of suspect. I think we're going to hear screaming from the SEC because I basically, yeah, unless Florida beats. You know Alabama in the SEC championship game, and I, I'm not going to say there's no chance for Florida, but I think it's limited. I, I just don't think Florida is quite in the same league as Alabama. And, and what's going to happen? They're going to be screaming that you know either Florida or maybe it's Texas A&M should they should have two teams in, and they're going to hate the fact that there's actually going to be two ACC teams in <laughs> in Clemson and Notre Dame. That's what's coming down the pike. 
And, and I yeah. think the problem, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Ohio State gets in, but they also aren't are missing games here. That's not good. I mean, there's going to be people making an argument, but I think the best four teams in the country are Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. That's just my read on it, and anything else will surprise me. Bobby Curran uh, with us. Uh, Bobby, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I've, I've always enjoyed your work uh, over the years. I'm a late-night owl. As you know, you know, people on the East Coast, even though I'm on the West right now myself, but people on the East Coast, the Hawaii game, often known as the bailout special, right? And uh, I've been to a lot of been to a lot of venues, you know, and, and different uh, games uh, across the country, but I've never been to a game in Hawaii, and it's always been on my bucket list. So when we you come down, do we look it. forward I gotta to tell you. you. We got to get out of here, quick, unfortunately, quick Bobby. We're, here. we're on the clock, Bobby. Uh, I'm gonna clock. Next time, I'll tell you about working. Yes, sir. My New York, uh, my New York half sheet worked for a bookmaker, and what we <laughs> called the Hawaii game was the get out game. Anyway, <laughs> uh, great Thanks. to talk to you, Gabe. Aloha. Thanks, Bobby. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Marenzi. All right, listen, you can't make this stuff up. I love having Bobby Curran on. Great stuff. We're going to definitely get him back. Hopefully, we can get him on weekly because he's that great. And I understand. I'm going to go on his show as well. Uh, Mateus uh, from Hawaii. Great job, uh, Mateus. Great job, uh, Yang, tonight. Um, but let me ask you, Mateus. You're from Hawaii. And it's on my bucket list, bro. I've been to Super Bowls. I've been to national championships, uh, UFCs, UFC 100, you name it, whatever, bro. Like I've, been, like, I've been around. I've done this stuff. I was talking about seeing Spice Girls naked. I, I've always wanted, Matez, to go to a Hawaii football game in a half-empty stands and drink beer and smoke weed and bet big money on a Hawaii game, and you're from there, so we got to go. We're going to have a group effort. We're going to do a live show, sports rage, like a week from Hawaii or something when, when the COVID stuff dies down. But Bobby talked about, man, we, we got no COVID here. We weren't going there. Hawaii has a late-night COVID break, Matez. Be fast, because we got to be faster. Are you serious? The game's not catch, Dude, San Jose State's going to snap, bro, like a mailman. And they are going to have a right to. They, they, Hawaii should have went to Nevada, okay? Let's just be real, bro. I didn't want to tell yeah. Bobby that, but they should have went. It was a road game. They should have went and sucked it up and went to Vegas. It is what it is. They forced their hand. And now Hawaii has a late-night COVID outbreak, Matthias? You can't make this up. They better play, bro. <laughs> He, he jinxed it. The game's going to be canceled. Wow. So, listen, I know you've been to a lot of games. You work there and all that. So you're going to take us there. Uh, I love what Bobby said, too. You don't have to tell a Polynesian to fight. I lived in Vegas, bro. I nearly got robbed by brothers a bunch of times. I got into it with rednecks. I got into it with Packer fans from the Midwest. The only time I ever pissed myself, bro, when it was a Hawaiian got in my face. <laughs> and I realized, you know what? I pissed off the wrong dude. Great job, uh, everybody. Fun times tonight. We'll be back Sunday at 1 o'clock. Follow me on Twitter at Sportrix for all my picks over the weekend. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.